life's a ship, and I'm I'm the ship, and life is uh, the sea. Yeah, and uh, there's there's the tempest, the winds of our uh, fates, the things that happen that we can't control. Um, good and bad, because uh, uh, the good, there's good wind and it and it carries you forward. Uh, uh, sometimes there's a, a, a capsizing and you're forced to uh, rebuild a ship uh, in the middle of the ocean. It's very daunting. Uh, out of uh, uh, wood uh, that's left over, the scraps. Uh, and like the phoenix, I will rise again, but only after shedding my old feathers. Uh, the the ones I, I've grown so attached to has been, you know, many uh, uh, eons uh, that I've had them. The, the Phoenix has a long lifespan, and I get, I get used to them. You get so used to them, and you say, I want those. I want those old feathers. Those greasy old lice-bitten things. I want them. I don't want to molt and die. It's gonna hurt when I burst into flames. I am a phoenix after all. Oh well. I'm a baby phoenix now. What I'm trying to say is I got cut from groundlings. And it's, you know, that's a, that's not a nice thing uh, when, you know, you, no one likes to hear, we don't want you. And I could make a thousand excuses, you know, I could say, oh, it was my scene partner, oh, it was my co-writer, oh, it was me, I'm stupid, I suck, I'm a dumb baby, Ugh. To make excuses would be being a baby. No, I own it. It was the circumstances and uh, me in them. I could have waited longer before taking this writing lab, the final uh, uh, phase of the core track where you're essentially judged and uh, they decide whether they're going to you know, let you go or not. I could have waited before this last class, you know, really gotten to know the teachers and become a little bit more of a staple there, but I, I shot for the moon like uh, like George Bailey in It's a Wonderful Life. I may look back and with tears in my eyes say, I wouldn't change a thing. In fact, that's what I suspect to do. But no, I, I jumped into this class. Today, I'm a little, you know, ugh, little, little salty, chip on my shoulder, kind of sad about it. I don't know, all the what coulda, shouldas. But today, I'm thinking about not shooting for the moon. Or lassoing for the moon is a reference I was trying to make. But no, I, uh, I flew too close to the sun, like Prometheus, in his waxen chariot. Waxen? Or is it bewaxed? Blech. I don't know. That's the... The bugaboo. So, you know, it's just gonna be us for a while. Okay, babe? <laughs>
I just, uh, started this one later than usual today because I had a dog walker show up late and that's a real disappointment. Uh, dog walkers, they, uh, they suck, don't they? Man buns and slackery behavior. I can be a slacker because I do things, but they get paid 30 bucks an hour to do things that I do. That's not a real job. That's a slacker job. It shouldn't be above minimum wage. Not when you have girly arms. Whether you're a girl or not. If you're a dog walker, you probably got girly arms. You're letting my dog fly all around, teaching him bad habits for when I walk him. No, so okay, I have your service as a convenience so I can do this and not have the little clickety-clack of uh, happy paws on my floor. But dang. You show up 40 minutes late and you're a man bun baby boy. Happy better be all tuckered out when he gets back because I am also holding on to this guy's skateboard. The one he uh, had to ride here, obviously, that made him uh, take so long to get here. Can't be that good of a skateboard. Maybe it's his weak little legs. Hmm. Maybe it was the legs that couldn't carry him fast enough on his uh, life ship. Uh... Oh, it's all part of the the tempest. I need to chill out on people. And myself. I am, uh, you know, some of the best things and worst things happen in the very beginning of the day. Like when you just wake up. Sometimes I, I think, well, lately I've been thinking that something happens in my sleep that I'm not aware of. My dreams... Because this has happened in my life. For instance, uh, once when I was living with my sister, we had an apartment uh, in Lancaster. And uh, it was her first place. It was my second. She, in a very, uh, you know, young and stupid and selfish way, uh, had her boyfriend there every night and day. He was pretty much living there and he wasn't paying and it was very, you know, obnoxious have this guy around and she had the uh, you know, young girl audacity to start cleaning the living room that had my shit in it and start throwing it in my bedroom and making a whole thing of it. I'm waking up to this like, oh, what the hell? And uh, I grabbed the stuff out of her hands and was yelling at her and her boyfriend came up behind me and put me in a headlock. I don't think that was very, uh, if not fair, then... Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, Adult-like behavior? I don't know. It was all very dumb. The whole thing. Well, what's the point of the story is that uh, when you wake up... I I was so pissed. I woke up in a fury, and I'm screaming at her. And his little, you know, hackles went up. This guy was super lazy, son of a bitch. It wasn't the first time I would fight. It wasn't the first or last time I would fight him, actually. I... It did. It did erupt into a big old fight, and uh, things were broken all around, you know, the apartment. It went on for over a half hour. No, no, it went on for a long time. We'd take a break and then get back to it. It was a It was one of the big fights in my life. Everything was overturned. The whole place was a shamble after that, you know. Kind of ironic, given that my sister uh, uh, instigated it, uh, I should say. (laughs) It all began when she was cleaning the place. Point is, sisters are stupid, right? When you wake up in the morning, like there's something that we bring back 
I think. Sometimes. Well, I've been waking up uh, since uh, Sunday when this uh, performance was, which I thought went all right, you know. I, I dropped some lines, and that's just, this is on my end. I dropped some lines, and, you know, maybe it was uh, also the whole process that, you know, kind of put me aside. The point is, I'm, I'm a, you know, hey, I'm not Groundlings material. I think I could have been if I had chilled out and waited and made a, but, you know, should have, would have, could have. I've been waking up with this self-abasement mentality. Some of the first things I've been thinking in the morning is stupid little baby idiot. Some kind of dumb monster. You're worthless. You're just a weak-armed little slacker. Weak-legged baby boy. And now I'm taking it all out on these wiener-ass dog walkers. Yeah, so I told him when he came to the door, you know, make sure you keep him on a short leash and keep him down by your side. He'll try to pull away. Don't let him stop you too much, you know, to smell everything because, you know, he picks up bad habits. And then when I walk him, this, you know, continues. And I have to retrain him all the time. The solution, of course, would be to uh, just uh, make sure he's exercised uh, well before I begin recording, which is the purpose of getting the dog walker so I you know, don't hand him around. But... Oh, if you guys don't, uh, if, you, if you, this is boring, you, you know, this, the, it's, 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 it's called Roy Ellison, and uh, you, you tuned in to hear my, to hear about Roy Ellison. But what I hope to offer my mission statement is a little bit of, uh, um, uh, good to hear me. Who cares what I'm talking about? Do you? Do you? You, with the headphones on, you in your car, I do believe I am reaching an audience of uh, 15,000. Oh my gosh. Anyway, back to walking my dog. It's a real stinker. I do get a lot of uh, um, cat calls, so to speak, when walking my dog. People, hey, Chico, he's a bull terrier, you know. Chico from the uh, cult film Friday after next Friday. It's called next Friday. The sequel to Friday. It's the one where Chico would appear. And it's usually people who are like, whoa, Chico. And then they do this. They do this. They, they're on the sidewalk. I'm passing them and they go like they're trying to get my dog to stop walking. They're not making eye contact with me because they're socially retarded. They just, they go, anybody who your dog while you're walking is obnoxious they're uh, pathologically narcissistic the idea that my dog is for your uh, uh, pleasure because they're attempting to get him to attract him to them while I'm living my life walking my dog everything on this end is me and about me and you think you're going to upend all that because you want to touch the curvatures of my dog's skull, my dog's egg head. You are uh, subconsciously attracted to it because of the curves. And I, I really believe that that's why uh, uh, people love these these kind of dogs, the the target dog. You know, I get that one a lot too. Hey, that's a dog, a dog. That's a dog from Target. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
to people who always have something to say about, and no, I, I'm not going to go easy on, you know, people because it's dumb. To those people, I say the wise old owl lived in an oak. The more he saw, the less he spoke. The less he spoke, the more he heard. The wise old owl was a very wise bird. And they say, Oh, that's a dog from Target. Oh, yo, that's a dog from Friday. That's a dog from Friday. Chico, Chico. I, I, have, I will not suffer fools. I have, no, I have little tolerance for them. I will be, you know, and, and that's the, the big thing. I am tolerant of, you know, everybody except idiots. I don't care about your race, sexual uh, uh, proclivities, but if you're an idiot, you know what? Just, just uh, you need to get gassed. I'm a, I'm an, I'm a smart supremacist. Why don't we just gas all the fools, round them up? They'd be like, oh, this is all fun. We're all having a party, and then, and then gas them in a, and and make make the gas chamber even more like cold and scary than it ever was during the Holocaust. Let it be the worst for the fools. Just get them all in a big group. And they're all, you know, huddled together. I'm naked and cold. This is like the day I was born. I remember that. Oh, your happy death day. I'll, it will set the people on the outside of the group on fire and then let the, let the gas come. Okay. All right. All right. They're like, oh, this smells funny. All right. You know, I don't care about any other thing that you do or are. I hope the best for you. But fools are blights on society. They're late to pick my shit up, to pick my dog up. They're late to pick my dog up. They're uh, uh, stepping on my toes everywhere I go. I'm annoyed, and you know, yeah, yeah, maybe I am a bit, uh, up, you know, being hoity-toity. I don't know, some kind of, uh, would you, I don't know the word, I'm, but I'm no fool. I don't have to have the best vocabulary to be better than fools. You know what I'm talking about, or maybe not. I think the ability to comprehend what I'm saying and not get <gasps> all uppity about it is the litmus test as to whether you are a fool who deserves to be gassed or not. Hmm? If you can listen to me talk about this and just kind of, you know, have a, a, a distant and emotionally stable and distant way of hearing me, maybe disagreeing with me, but at least grasping what I'm saying, then okay, cool. I think that is the test. If I became the great dictator of the world, I would uh, just broadcast this with uh, scientists uh, listening or watching uh, everybody. You just got to go into a room and let uh, like a, a social scientist uh, take notes. And if you get all uh, pissed off at hearing this. Hey, what's he saying about dummies? That's not nice. And I want to then the scientist gets to blow your head off. Now you're sitting there listening to my voice in my parallel future where I'm the, uh, the scary leader of the world. Scientists sitting there with you and you say, well, I don't agree with him. I think uh, everybody should uh, live uh, regardless of their 
uh, IQ, the scientist may say, I agree with you, but we can't talk like that, okay? I get it. No, you're smart. So we're going we're gonna to just forget that we had this conversation. And you've got to go. You've got to go. Don't tell anybody about me. A buffoon is ushered in next, and the scientist uh, wastes no time in killing him. Okay, I don't. You know, ugh. Ugh. Maybe this is why I didn't get into the Groundlings. <laughs> Maybe I'm just a little too uh, uh, hard-edged. Yeah, I get it. It's competitive. I really believe that uh, one of my scene partners was uh, uh, not putting her 100% into our scene because she already had like a bunch of other scenes going and didn't care about my grade. And I believe she did complain about me to the instructor. I really do because I because I, I did have this conversation with her. I said, I don't think you're giving I don't think you're you're putting your heart into this one because I could just tell. And, it, you know, when you call people on their bullshit, it's like the the moron who uh, is forced to uh, ask himself if he's dumb or not. They say, hey, 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 don't project on me. That's what she said. She said, don't project on me. Like, hey, don't think you know <laughs> Oh, man, I am, I, I gotta chill out. I gotta take some breaths and be like a good, you know, like, I gotta be nicer. Nicer. And maybe a little <laughs> less whiny sounding sometimes. Ugh. I was just thinking about, I uh, got my Xbox on uh, sleep mode there next to me, and it's, there's an avatar. Xbox has these new avatars. And I, I don't I don't mess around with mine. I don't make an avatar, but I see a, a lot of other people's, and they're funny. In that, there's this guy. Uh, he's like a robot, but they he's got you can do anything with these. He's a robot in a wheelchair, and he's he's not like a silver robot. He's like a it's he's uh, kind of uh, like shiny black mirror, uh, like a like a, a phone. That's not active uh, look. It's black. And the th funny thing is that like the character, the avatar looks like it's black. So it's like a black robot in a wheelchair. And you don't, the thing is, <laughs> you hardly even notice the wheelchair because, I mean, that's the only thing that makes a, a wheelchair stand out in the first place is that a human is in one. But when it's a black robot, you know I mean, think about the wheelchair. It's like an afterthought. Oh. <laughs> uh. I don't care if you're black or if you're a robot or if you're gay or if you're, you know, uh, 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 chemically uh, trying to change yourself. As long as you're doing it to yourself and your, you know, mommy and daddy aren't <laughs> trying to chemically castrate you, I think you're you're pretty cool. I think that's what, hey, do what you do. I've got a friend who's in transition and she, uh, he... Is well, you know, I'll go ahead and I'll call, I'll, I'll call him a he for the, you know, and I'm alone. I'm alone, and I'm, you know, I know that it was born a woman, but the point is, that's what. Oh, oh, okay. You're trying to become a he. Yeah, you know, we're all striving. Point is, friend in transition. Taking hormones to 
simulate male. And they keep posting pictures of close-ups of their new facial hair. And I'm like, dude, quit being such a girl. Some new pants in the mail, and you know, another another size up. I guess I, you know, is I'm happy to be me because I'm having the thought that I don't think a lot of people have when this happens with their pant size. The thought being, is this the last time? I'll get to where 3130 there's you know because there has to be a period like my dad you know he's a bigger guy I'm sure he fit 3130 pants at some point when he was younger I've only seen one picture where he's like in good shape he was well overweight well before I was born but I wonder if he ever had the thought as he was growing. Well, I'll, I'll get back to that pant size soon here someday. Or maybe he thought, well, well, never wear these little guys again. Damn, don't they look small. I hold them in front of my face. You know, the bacon neck that Michael Jordan uh, seems to just hate, find disgusting. You see his face in the commercials. Like, Ooh. He just hates bacon neck. Well, I've been given my pants bacon waste just by, you know, uh, stretching them so much. And they're jeans. I've been given these jeans bacon waste. So I'm looking at my jeans. They're all ripply like Sigourney Weaver. And I see these stains right around the crotch. I'm thinking, whoa, was that me? No. No, it's not. It's my dog. It's not his... Um, Ejaculant? No, it's just the it's just, just schmegma. He sits on my lap and he is such a schmegma oriented breed. I guess that's the thing, and they don't tell you about that. That's not on the website. That's not on the uh, uh it's not in the borders uh publisher's book. You know, I think it's borders. I don't know what it's something with a B. Oh, Baron. Okay, so you know the Baron publisher book? Uh, uh, there's basically one for every breed of dog. It's like well, the bull terriers, a complete pet owner's manual. Barons, I believe, is the uh, publisher. Anyway, they, it's never in that book. Bull terriers have a high uh, threshold for uh, uh, pain and uh, have coping mechanisms where they uh, run in circles and have excess schmegma. 
So I got, you know, I've got to uh, wash my jeans all the time. And I mean, yeah, you should hope to be doing that. Actually, you know, I hear about people putting them in the uh, freezer. But then what do you do? So you got these like super frozen things. Then what? You crinkle them around and all the all the dirt just kind of comes off in a little. Ew. What? Forget it. Forget it. How about you just don't, you know, buy jeans for that much there. They're where your ass is. All right. Hey, love you guys. I'm Roy Ellison from the Bell Tower.